When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Do not go gentle into that good night. Poetry, I feel, is a tyrannical discipline. I was trying to tell a story. The book came to me in a sort of a haze. This is how to write a good short story. No hope, just booze and madness. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness. Now... Lend me your ears. Hello and welcome to Literati, a comedy podcast about books and the idiots who write them. I'm Colin the Bookworm O'Brien. And I'm Michael, the one who is smarter and sexier than Colin, Wolf. And we just want to give a quick shout out to all our dedicated listeners. Hi, Hi Mom. Mom! Now, as we stated, this podcast is about books, so you might be wondering... What makes Michael and I qualified to host a podcast about literature? Well, I gotta just say that truly anyone is allowed to make a podcast about whatever the hell they want, and there's really no oversight or qualifications needed to do so. You can honestly claim to be an expert in whatever. No one checks. But if we have to be pedantic about it, I'm qualified to host a podcast on literature because I once started a book club to seduce a stranger, but I found the book so unbearable that I gave up on reading and love forever. And as for me, I once threw a copy of Crime and Punishment at a seagull that stole my meatball sub right out of my hand. My hope was to hit the seagull right in the beak and knock my hoagie free, but I fully missed. The seagull got away with my lunch and my copy of Crime and Punishment, well, that soared right over the pier and landed smack dab in the ocean. And so now you know that we're qualified to talk to you about literature. Yep. But in addition to that, you also know a little bit more about us. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I mean, don't you feel like you really know us now? And doesn't that make you feel comfortable, safe in our capable hands as we set out on this literary adventure? Us, your trusted leaders, and you, our doting followers. You know what, Colin? I want our listeners to feel like they know us even more. I'm going to share a little bit about myself. Now, I've never told anybody this. It's kind of personal to my heart, but my favorite band is the Wallflowers. They're a rock and roll group, uh, pretty good. I think there's four or five of them, and I really think that Jacob Dylan is one of the best singer-songwriters around. Wow. Michael, our listeners are going to feel like they know you so good after sharing that. Oh, thank you. It was pretty brave of me to say. Colin, why don't you give them another taste? I like the Star Wars prequels. Really? Colin, you know we're recording this, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I think you might be the only person to ever say that on record. Well, now, Michael, to be fair, I've never seen the original Star Wars trilogy. What about the new ones? No. I haven't seen those either. Maybe you should check out some of those before you judge the entire series and might kind of affect the way you see those movies. No, I don't think I will. Have you seen any other movies ever? No, actually, the only movies I've ever seen are the Star Wars prequels. And I love them. I mean, are most movies like this? Are the most movies this good? I'm going to have to just push on because I can't really take that information in right now because I'm getting very angry. Yeah, sure, whatever. I will say that you really hit the mark by 
sharing something personal and embarrassing. Now, our listeners have got to be having intense feelings of closeness right now to both of us. Yeah, they probably feel like they've known us their whole lives. Mm. And that's so important with a podcast. Mm. I mean, it's such an intimate experience. And you, the listener, you're only comfortable being intimate with someone you feel like you truly know. And just as important it is for you to feel like you truly know us, it's equally important for the reader to feel like they know an author before they even open up the book. Yeah. Trust must be established, and that's why on the back cover of every single book, there's an About the Author section. The About the Author is so underrated, and yet it's so important. It's how we get to know the storyteller before they tell their story. You must take as much time with the About the Author as you do with the novel itself. So, I mean, honestly, maybe more. It's true, and don't put it off. Writers are always procrastinating on writing their About the Author until the last minute, and that's a mistake. And that's why we wanted to share some of our About the Authors that we've written with you for inspiration. Michael, why don't I start? Sure, that's what's scripted. So here's my first one. Hey, what's up? I'm Colin. I love roller coasters, but swimming in the ocean absolutely terrifies me. I once backpacked through Mexico and Guatemala with some friends for a month when I was 23. And when I was 14, I got a concussion swing dancing. Wow. Pretty good, right? That's concise. Yeah. And it paints a, a picture of, of who you are, the people that you've interacted with, yeah. uh, and who you've kind of been over the years. Yeah, and they know that when I go swing dancing, I mean, I really go for it. Yeah. I'm willing to put my body on the line when I go swing dancing. Did your dancing partner also get hurt? Oddly enough, I've been the only one to get concussions. Whenever I go swing dancing. This has happened a number of times? This has happened a lot, actually. So something in your technique is hurting just yourself. Yeah, I I guess I've just been saying, like, I go for it. But maybe, yeah, there's something in my technique. You should really, um, you should really take up tango. I guess so. I think that's a safe Am I doing, maybe, maybe it's that I'm trying too many backflips with swing dancing. Does swing dancing have backflips? Doesn't have to, no. No? Because I also can't do one. And that's usually when I just land smack on my head. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, it's worth it for a good dance. Yeah. Okay, here's my about the author. <clears throat> I hate flowers, so you never gotta buy me flowers. Potato chips, however, <laughs> that's another story. I hate lying, too. Pretty good at pub trivia. I've even won the big money a couple of times. Guilty pleasures are neighborhood drama, fancy cupcakes, and binge-watching Law & Order. Wow, I like that. Can I ask you a trivia question? Sure. Uh, who liked that about the author? Your options are A, me. B, me, C, me. I'm going to go with uh, D, my father. Correct. Okay, wow, that would be a yep. first, but yep. I'm, I'm very excited. My one reservation, Colin, is as I'm hearing these, it sort of feels almost like a, um, uh, what's the word, a dating profile? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm hearing that. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I did pull mine directly from my OkCupid profile. Yeah, that makes a lot of yeah. sense. And yeah. I pulled mine from uh, Ted Bundy's dating profile. Okay, yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is kind of my hope when I got into writing uh -huh. was that, you know, I'd be able to sort of impress someone yeah. with my writing yeah. and, and sort of fall in love. So I just figured, why not just put in my dating profile right. on the- If about they like the book, then they'll open up the About the Author, say, who created Ooh, this thing? baby. Okay, so uh, maybe we can keep some seduction in there, but we can also expand the About the Author. I have other options, too. Sure, you want to yeah. lay one on yeah, the line? Yeah, okay. Well, here's my other, this is my other sort of, uh, this is my other About the Author that if we don't like the dating Great. profile one, <clears throat> here it goes. 
167 pounds, 32 inch waist, 30 inch inseam neck, 15.5 inches, sleeve 32-33, shoe 10.5, jacket 42 long. Wow. Pretty, yeah, it's all right, right? Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, it paints a picture of my measurements, yeah, definitely. And from that, you know what they say, the measurements make the man. Exactly. Quite literally. Yeah. And at the very least, if um, they're reading that and they want to make clothes for you, they know how. Hey, yeah, if I could, like, get a deal with, like, Joseph A. Bank or something like that, you know, like, if they're, like, seeing my my measurements and they're like you're skipping those steps of the back and forth where they're like how how, what's your inseam now they know okay you ready for mine absolutely wolf speaks fluent french and has a master's degree in international business he's an avid golfer snowboarder skier and dirt biker wolf enjoys being the center of attention and has been known to frequent nightclubs where he enjoys showing off his high-priced vehicles boats and other toys wolf has ties to california arizona and utah Michael Wolf is wanted for murder and armed robbery in Phoenix, Arizona. He should be considered armed and very dangerous. If you have any information concerning this person, please contact the FBI's toll-free tip line at 1-800-yada-yada-yada. That sort of, it goes on from there, but... I really like that. But yeah? can I just, just a question, and this is not a, a note sure, one way or the sure, other, sure. just a question. It does sound a little bit like a, you know, like an America's uh, most wanted uh, sort of add. Oh, like you got it. my reference. That was a clever allusion. So that to was a, intentional. Yes, it okay. was an allusion to a poster that's up in several um, police stations, banks, and schools. Okay. Did you do this stuff? That is. Uh... We don't have time. We got to bring the guests. Oh on. yeah, sure. No. This okay. Yeah. No. no, no. Okay. Let's, let's move it on. Yeah. You're right. Done. You're right. Let's move it along. Now to take a hard left turn, we are so excited to introduce you to today's author. While most of our readers are quite familiar with the page, this author's a little bit more familiar with the web page. <laughs> We're talking about the internet. <laughs> yeah, we have for you one of the top coding legends. He has written over a thousand lines of code, and I'm told that's pretty impressive. Please welcome to the podcast, Mark Vigent. Hi, what's up? My name's Mark Vigent, and I'm pretty much a number one engineer of all time, and all day, I'm writing code on the internet, but today, I'm going to be sharing you some writing that I've done that's not code. It's actually, like, really good fiction. Here we go. Harry Potter and the Lord of Code, a.k.a. Harry Potter 8, a.k.a. Mark Vigent presents, finally, a good Harry Potter book. And by book, I mean fanfic, but also I mean book, because I will publish this, but, like, not physically, because physical media is dead, lol. (gasps) Subtitle, Uh uh-oh, looks like there's a new wizard in town. Chapter 1, The Boy Who Kicked A Dollar Dollar Dollar. As they ran through the Department of Mysteries in Book 5, Order of the Phoenix, strong and powerful Mark Vigent <clears throat> turned to weak emo Harry Potter and said, You freaking idiots are doing it all freaking wrong. You should be stupefying the Death Eaters then breaking their wands. Um, hello? Are you seriously not going to watch Neville's wand get snapped in half and not figure this out? <clears throat> Break their wands or they will literally kill you, lol. <clears throat> Hermione was so impressed with this idea that she immediately fell in love with Mark. <laughs> He's obviously the strongest wizard in the world uh, right here in the book there's a jealous girlfriend meme where my name mark vegan is on the woman passerby hermione is the distracted boyfriend and harry is the jealous girlfriend 
Just then, a freaking dragon showed up being ridden by none other than the super strong Daenerys Stormborn. <gasps> All the Death Eaters and Whiz Kids were like, holy shirt, but not Mark. He was chilling. Very cool. Hello, Mark, said the mother of dragons. Will you join Gandalf, Peter Dinklage, and I on a quest to rescue a whole ton of children? A freaking course, said Mark, obviously. I freaking love children. Stupid whiny Harry Potter was like, but why him? And Daenerys was like, you freaking idiot. There's Mark freaking Vigen, the boy who kicked a dollar, 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 dollar. <gasps> wow, said everyone as they remembered the story of how Lord Voldemort killed a bunch of babies, but Mark was the only baby who freaking jumped up, punched him in the nose so powerfully that his nose freaking fell off and exploded into a fireball, and he then dunked a basketball all in one cohesive movement. Sick, said Ron. You were in the Olympics. I sure was, said Mark, who was on the dream team and did better than Michael Jordan. Hermione was like, whoa, how are you so good at everything? And Mark said, it's simple. I have the magic of code. And he pulled out his laptop and started dazzling them all with his fast typing. Wow, he's making the Matrix actually happen, said Mace Windu, who was also there and also impressed with his skills. So Daenerys, Gandalf, Peter Dinklage, Mace Windu, and Mark flew away on Drogon the dragon. Harry and all the rest were like, what the frack? But, like, whatever. There were children in danger. Harry Butt and his friends could wait. <laughs> Gandalf turned to Mark and said, you're quite cool. And it was awesome. Chapter 2. That's the sound the dragons make. Bet you didn't know that. Whatever. Said Drogon. He was right. It was a tricky situation. Three million helpless children were being held captive by a legion of evil demon warrior imp paladin warlocks. Everyone was like, I don't know what to do. Okay, and then in the book, um, we have the meme of Vegeta shouting, He's over 9,000! Mark Vigen pulled out his laptop and started frantically typing. For each, paren, demon in legion of evil demon warrior imp paladin warlocks, end parenthesis, curly bracket, new line, terminate. Paren, demon, paren, semicolon, and curly bracket. And just like that, the power of code destroyed them. Wow! Meanwhile, Harry Potter, Hermione, Ron, and all the Death Eaters were stranded in the Department of Mysteries. The Death Eaters were scattered because the dragons spooked the jukes out of their boots. Hermione was like, Yo, Harry, what's up with you? And Harry was like, dude, you said that Mark Vision was the strongest wizard of all time. And Hermione was like, yeah, because he is, and I also love him. As you can imagine, this made Ron stutter like a slowly dying motorboat. He was fricked. Hermione knew exactly what Ron's deal was, but she didn't give a frog. She was just like, I want to be with Mark Vigent and team up with him because he's the best wizards, you biatch. Just then, Mark Vigent telepathed to them. Shut the frick up for one second, Harry stupid and Ron idiot. It's time to use your powers for good for once, lol. It's morphin' time. Alright, I'm going to skip the next couple of chapters to get to the good stuff. Chapter 6. Boinky, boinky. Now that they admitted that they were tired, Hermione wanted to spend some one-on-one -on -one time with Mark Vigen. She wanted to get sexual. That's in big ASCII letters. Mmm, daddy likes to get sexual. That was in those ASCII letters with flames, said Mark Vigen, king of loin. Harry Potter and loser Ron were like, Ugh, dude, why do we have to be here? Because they were weak. Hermione shot them out of her epic mech phoenix mouth. Patoo! Now they were alone. Just two giant flying robots in space. Mark Vigent said, Let's go to my tech dungeon. Chapter Sezen. Mm, said Hermione, getting physical. Yum, 
said Mark Vigent, tasting the sexuality. Uh? Said the two of them, wizarding each other's witchcraft, if you know what I'm talking about. I love you, Emma Watson, said Mark Vigent. She replied, you're smarter than because you went to Cornell and Brown sucks. And also Natalie Portman is also not as smart as you, even though she went to Harvard, because Harvard sucks and Cornell is the best. Amen. That's all I've written so far. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up, and listening through your app. Thank you so much. So happy to have you in the studio. Wow, I'm so freaking happy to be here, honestly. Thank you. <laughs> I gotta say, uh, there was a lot that went right over my head, terms and words I didn't know, but then there were a lot of references that I did pick up on. Yeah. Well, you know, I like. there's a lot of characters out there, and honestly... I am looking for publishers because, like, this is, like, a really good idea, like, honestly. Yeah. It's a fantastic idea. We do need to check with our lawyers and just make sure that legally we uh, are cleared to have both Harry Potter and I believe there was some yeah. Game of Thrones, some Star Wars, yeah, Matrix, like, and Power Rangers. Matrix. Day, every character is original at some point. Oh, yeah. No, all we're yes. saying is that there's a slight chance that your uh, reading of your passage might just be one long bleep. But just, you know, I mean, highly unlikely, highly unlikely. But, you know, there is a slight chance and we just want you to warn it. So when you're listening to this later on, you're not like, what's going on? It's like because you use characters that weren't your own. But, you know, well, honestly, I made them my own because um, I'll say. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's like when um, somebody gives you an opportunity and they say, make it your own. And then you kind of did that. You took something that was out there. And what I like is you made it better. That's exactly yeah. right. Because the thing is, I'm, how many times have you read Harry Potter book five and you've thought, why weren't they freaking breaking wands? A hundred times. And then how many times were you thinking, were you thinking, why the frick doesn't Hermione use a time turner every day? Every single day. And that's the sort of thing. How come Voldemort never freaking uh -huh. got a time turner? I'm thinking even in Game of yeah. Thrones, why don't they just, if one person had a gun, that would just make so much It would just make so much sense. And this is what I finally I'm saying. And I think that's just to bring it back to writing. I think when you're writing a book, the characterization, the world you're building, that's not as satisfying as having just something that kind of breaks through all the clutter and is a quick fix, gets rid of a lot of the, mm -hmm. the yeah. conflict. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Um, the way I approach my fiction, which is like, not even like most of like how I even like spend my time honestly like <laughs> no you're you're you do mostly coding I'm a code lord yeah. I am the code lord and basically my thought is books are memes Whoa. Huh. interesting now what do you mean by that and no one owns anything 
Oh, okay. Everything is for everyone, and if you want to make good things, then you take them and then you make them. You're sounding just, a lot like the Napster guy. Oh, frick. I also, that makes me think I've spent way too much money on all the stuff that's in my house then. You mean everything, everyone just owns everything? Why yeah, am I well, spending all According to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, everybody owns everything. Don't get me started. I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, no, I don't. We don't have to go let's down go, that Let's path. get back to memes. We now, don't have to talk I about this. I would love to, because I, I want to, I have so many things I want to just jump right into and pick your brain and say, what does this mean? What does that mean? And how'd you get this great idea? But I want to start with, Mark, who are you? Wow. Thank you so much for freaking asking. Um, I'm pretty much a, I'm pretty much a number one programmer of all time. I'm pretty much a number okay. engineer of all time. Oh, okay. Like okay. a JavaScript I, shogun. I, and I don't want to stop you, Um, but by... Engineer. But you're stopping me. Yes, I am. You've called me out. So you are a train driver? No. Honestly, that is like the first time anyone's ever said that to me. And like that is so hilariously random. Like, Yeah, I can be pretty random. And that's mostly because I got hit in the head with a garage door. And that's also who uh, you, uh, you've been published by. Yes, yeah. Random House. And every wow. time I send them a manuscript, they're like, Michael, LOL, you are so random. Rejected. What's the name of that guy who got a train train rail shot through his head? Oh, he's got a funny name. And a then he train rail shot through his yeah, head? Yeah, every single Famous. freaking psychology class you've ever taken. Yeah. Oh, wait, did it affected his like brain chemistry or something? his brain right in half and he became mean. Yes. <laughs> he became mean. It changed his personality he and they and took it out. You're telling me spike. he was super nice. I wouldn't before say super he had, nice. He still had tough he had days. <laughs> and his name is Phineas Gage. Phineas freaking Gage, which reminds me of that horrible book about two boys. Phineas and Ferb. Phine- no, we fair with the- You're thinking of Finnegan's Wake. I- Okay, so this is exactly what I mean. Like because when you have an idea, these this is how we this is how you create new things because mm, there's too many things. Yeah. And when you go on the freaking internet, like the internet is made out of remixing and taking yeah. ideas mm. and putting them in other places. Would you say that... Mashup culture. Yeah, would you say Girl that, talk. that... That's what I was going to say. What? Like, that uh, That uh, fan fiction is sort of like the girl talk of writing. Mm. That, that, well, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be in my person, in my side project, because every engineer has a side project. Hello, ding dong. Um, is that fan fiction yes. and fiction in general should be... Like Girl Talk, because Girl Talk is the only good I musician. I love this. This is Girl Talk so, is the only good music. Because you get everything you want. You get the Billy Joel, and you get the Steely Dan. But you get the Miley Cyrus, yeah. and you get the Steely Dan. Because, because, because the problem with most music is they just they lack certain elements. Like Billy Joel, he doesn't have a good like uh, you know step beats. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have good dubstep exactly. beat, but he has fantastic lyrics. Rachmaninoff <laughs> has a really good piano stuff, but he lacks Avril Lavigne's voice. Yeah, and no good dubstep beats. That's true. Now, and if okay. I could be honest with you, uh-huh. I don't know any of the artists individually who contribute to Girl Talk. You just know it you, as you the, don't, it flattens it all Honestly, down. you don't need to. As that's long as you know Girl Talk, you're fine. Well, that's, and that's why with the excerpt that you just read us, I wasn't, I was never distracted by thinking like, oh, hey, that's Yoda. Uh-oh, Michael Jordan's here. I just thought, <laughs> here's this new world washing over me, and I was able to take it with fresh eyes. Now, I have several things to say. Uh, first, much like Phineas Gage, uh, before I was hit in the head by the garage door, I was, uh-huh. a, uh, I was a doctor and now I'm a podcast host. That's one of the few things that's, that's changed. A great, that's a great 
that's a great pivot. I also used to be <laughs> I used to be six ten. Now I'm five nothing. Well, when you were hit in the head, it was like straight from above. Yeah. So it shrunk it, you a little bit. I, I had wow. what was called uh pancaked uh, spinal discs. Wow. Now, but I want to go back to you. So an engineer, you're not a trained engineer. No, I'm not a freaking trained engineer. I'm a computer science master. So what is your day-to-day like? Oh, yeah. Basically, every day I wake up at 6.33, and then I go back to sleep for another hour and a half, and then I wake up and I chug a two-liter of Monster Energy drink. And then I segue over to Stoltis Network Solutions in Milford, freaking Connecticut, which is where Subway is based, a.k.a. the best sandwiches. Where are you segueing from? I'm segueing from my freaking house. Is it Stratford? Oh, it's in Stratford. It's a a 30-minute segue. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) You have to go on the highway, don't you? Yeah, I freaking go on the highway, but this thing has juice. And you're juiced on Monster. I'm juiced. I've never seen a two-liter of Monster. You must have a connection with the supplier. I freaking do, because I always write... I always write um, cookies into all my websites that embed monster ads on all all of your data. Now, see, I love if we were having this conversation 100 years ago, people would be saying cookies, monsters. What am I on an episode of Sesame Street? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, because Sesame Street was around 100 years ago. <laughs> hey, I'm Random House, okay? <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh. So what I do is I get to work and yeah. I go, everybody knows me because the second I walk in, <laughs> I... <laughs> freaking belch as loud as i can and the entire room smells of my vape pen because i blow out that shoe Wait, what flavors you, you, you take a hit of the vape pen and then belch that's exactly what i do my, my vape flavor is actually a custom blend of lucky charms dust and tamarind <laughs> That sounds delicious. So that's just a great way to say, hey, good morning, everybody. Mark's here. That's right. And I've basically been the only internal engineer at Stultis for 15 years. And they know me and they love me and everybody. Well, if they don't love me, they understand that I'm more powerful than anyone they've ever met. And that's what's important. I don't need to be loved. I want to be feared or at least known as powerful. I am the Robert Moses of Stultis Network Solutions. Oh, boy. The red lines are flying. Now, Mark, I... Don't want to push you even further, but I have yet to understand what your job is and what it is you do day to day. So at about 941, when I get inside the office, then what I do is I segue into my code dungeon. I don't step off the freaking segue Mm -hmm. until I get into conserving energy dungeon. Okay, that sounds pretty interesting. Hmm. The dungeon. Is this a basement? It is the corner office. And what I've done is I painted every surface black, light, black. And I only have, well, I basically just bought an entire Spencer's Gifts. Uh-huh. But except for the adult stuff, because that stuff's stupid. Yeah. And yeah. So you have, you have, is it a mall that you, that your office has basically been your office specifically is just a Spencer's Gift and the my, rest my, of the office my, is the mall? No, no. My office is, ba- no, no, no. It's or like you a tra- normal you office. transport a Spencer's Gift Basically, into I an bought everything building. from Spencer's Gift. So oh, I'm talking about oh, lava lamps. I'm talking I about, I have about 16 black lights. I have that ball that you touch and the lightning <laughs> touches your fingers. But it's inside the ball. <laughs> Listeners, you're not going to get hurt if you touch this yeah. ball. The lightning stays inside. You would never get hurt unless you touch it and I didn't let you. So then you I would, would unleash me? the sword. So do you have a sword in your office? Yes, I freaking have. Which one is the better answer? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I I don't the know best, the answer. The best to that. answer is a better question. I have glam drink. I have ice. I have oath keeper. 
all replicas, duh, but like also I have a katana. Those I wish all, my uh, wife first was one. named Oath Keeper, but unfortunately she is Oath Breaker, <laughs> yeah. and I should say ex-wife. Yeah, Michael's divorced. <laughs> wow, Michael, you are like really experienced for someone so young. I have lived a hundred lives, and yet I'm only 19. <laughs> You're 19? I'm 19 years old. Wow. Yeah. I hate yeah. to go on the record. I'm the youngest person published from my town. Wow. What yeah. town? Mink? Connecticut. You're from Connecticut too? Yes, I am. Oh, frick. I love it's Connecticut. So good. So you've got a uh so I just office freaking full of code. How does HR feel about that? Well, HR does they they bow to me. Okay. Do you make them bow? Like when yeah. they come to talk to you yes. and then you just like break yes. out one of your swords and you're like, bow to me? That's exactly what freaking happens, Colin. And I'm guessing okay. you work uh, pretty isolated for most of the day. Oh, yeah. So basically, I've got surround perfect Dolby Digital in my apartment. And by apartment, I mean office, but I call it my apartment because I sleep in my parents' basement. And uh, I've got 16 monitors. They're all 70 inches. <laughs> curved are they curved yeah you better oh. believe all of them are curved i love that i love that was when i i i looked at the tv and i thought what does this need mm. curves and they're 3d and i, I love my curvy TV. and i i i hate to try to bring this back but uh, uh mark just one more time what do you do okay so then it's about 10 15 in the morning <laughs> and what i will do is i will be i take my shoes and my socks off because i only want the most pristine germs michael i carpet. think this might be our fault yeah, Are we, not, we should I have got asked the more we're, specific yeah, we're question. saying what do you do and we i'm pretty much a, i'm pedantic because you know what i my whole entire life i spend communicating to computers and if you skip a step then you, you break the code i just want to say mark you can get off the segway at any point and sit down that chair is for you oh i'm not getting off the segway because this chair is dirty and i don't want germs okay. on my sweat that's fine so i'm guessing you do computers full mountain Would it be dew fair? Sweat you, you, you segue 30 minutes on the highway in, in sweats that's true <laughs> it's pretty cold here yeah, well, sweatsuits are the easiest thing to clean and also the easiest things to look clean when they're actually really dirty. Are you one okay, of those? The first one of those I wouldn't say is true, but the second one I would say is true. Yeah. They look pretty dirty to begin with. Are sweats maybe the dirtiest looking clothes like fresh off the rack? I think they already yeah. look lived in. Yeah. Um, is that maybe are you the one point? of those people who, who you're all about efficiency? Like you're drinking Soylent because it's more efficient than cooking I a meal? I drink Soylent because Soylent is delicious, but I also okay. eat Cheetos because Cheetos are delicious. You drink okay. Soylent for the taste. Uh, yeah. Have you tried Soylent tamarind? <laughs> I haven't. I no. had uh, Soylent boysenberry. Oh, okay. And it was it was not good, but it was just the powder. I didn't have anything to mix it with. Well, what I do is I buy Soylent and I pour it in a two liter of Monster. Mm. That seems like it's getting your your jolt coming in and your nutrients. No, he didn't say jolt. I, I, is oh. jolt even still yeah. around? No, sorry, like a surge I of energy. Oh, no, 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 no. I think surge is also another soda. Okay. Uh, you're saying you're saying you have monster, not jolt monster. or surge. I drink diet yeah. Mountain Dew because sometimes you want to lay off those cows. That must leave you pretty amped. I'm freaking okay. Amp is also another energy drink that I do not drink, even though they are owned by Mountain Dew, and I love Mountain Dew. So Mark, you must get pretty coked up off of these. Uh... I do not drink Coke. I do not drink Pepsi. I do not drink cola. I drink green. Anything that's green, I will freaking put Wait, it in my mouth. You got to stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you never meet Shrek. I hope I do meet Shrek because Shrek is the coolest and funniest thing. Have you ever seen a Shrek meme? I've seen Shrek the musical, which is on Netflix. There's no way that you've seen Shrek the musical. Are there 
Are the Shrek memes better than the movies? Yes, you freaking think. Are you freaking kidding me? Have you ever even seen Shrek? The, have you, you seen Shrek? You know what we should do? I'm just going to jot this down because I still have so many questions <laughs> and fundamental stuff that we really should have even done in the intro. But I think maybe later what we do is we write some memes together. Oh, yeah. Oh. Have you, do you think Why that that's... read a book when you could write a meme? Well, uh, you had a ton of memes in your fan fiction. Uh, do you think that it's going to get to the point? You know how like some people are like, oh, the book is better than the movie. The movie is better than the book. Do you think there'll be a day? Both are true. Do you think? Do you think there'll be a day where people will be like, "Oh, the meme was much better than the movie. The yeah. meme is better than the book." Well, don't even waste your time with the book or the movie. If you love Forrest Gump, you're gonna love this meme. Yeah. Well, let me me falling down the stairs. Riddle me this. R slash prequel memes. Uh. What? R slash prequel. You're going to have to remember, Mark, that even though I'm 19 and Colin <laughs> is pushing 21, we are in the literary world. So we're coming at this from different places. Now, yeah. when you say Reddit, you mean something. When I say Reddit, I'm talking about the books on my bookshelf. <laughs> Michael, I'm not talking about. I, I, honestly, R slash prequel memes is the best most hilarious thing in the entire internet. It makes the movies, because the prequels are my favorite, but these are even better than the prequels. So, mm. Mark, would you say <laughs> that you work in computers? I don't work in computers. I work outside of the computer. I code on computer. I know nothing about hardware, okay? That's a big... Not everybody knows about hardware, Michael, okay? This is a big, touchy subject for me. So, But but you're writing... So you're writing lines of code. That's is, right. Would you say that is similar to writing a sentence? And if is, so, talk it, about it. Okay. So are you familiar with the concept of hypertext? I am no. not. <laughs> hypertext is the idea of text that transcends paper. Paper is what freaking holds us back, honestly. Oh. So hypertext is a new form of expression. And when your computer and when you're writing and you're on the computer and you're in the zone and you're plugged in and you're tuned out, that's when you are writing and you're making machines and it is good. Oh, plugged in and tuned out. That. That seems like good advice for mm. for any writer, uh, but uh, not for your refrigerator. <laughs> no, no, you don't want your return your refrigerator to be unplugged. That's what I was saying. Yeah, Mark, we're on the same page with that one, <laughs> Mark. Uh, you were just talking about how paper is what holds us back, and also, also in your in your fan fiction, your Harry Potter fan fiction, you mentioned. Uh, you mentioned the fact that physical media is dead. Is there any chance of physical media? Coming back, mm. not holding us back. Maybe, Maybe in a retro style. Retro style, sort of like vinyl came back yeah. for there music. For the HBO show Vinyl. <laughs> with future any, guest of the show, Griffin is there, Newman. Is there any chance of uh, the, the HBO show Vinyl coming back? Yeah. The way that vinyl, the physical thing came back. Or yeah. paper coming back. Yeah. Maybe pa because pe people in the future will be so sick of screens that they'll use paper as a... Yeah. You're shaking your head no. Pa paper paper is yesterday's... Paper's yesterday's news. Screens are <laughs> yesterday's news. The next day is going to be about our... Is inside of us. Mm. I'm talking about enhanced humanity. We're talking about enhancing the humans. Wait. Entertainment's going to be inside of us? Everything is going to be inside of us. We will be uploaded. Have you seen The Matrix? No. <laughs> I've read the Bible. Is that the same? It's a lot like the Bible, except, like, honestly, you guys are so not technical. Mark, I would like to ask you what you think about the singularity. Oh, 
wow. Like, honestly, it's- Michael has the most smug look on his face after asking that question. The singularity is coming, but honestly, I am going to stop it. Seriously. You're going to be the one to defeat yeah. our consciousnesses I, from being uploaded? That's exactly right. Well, the singularity um, is honestly just when the robots will all teach each other how to be robots. <laughs> that's oh weird that is not what i thought it was but no, the singularity is yeah. the moment when one robot thinks it's i oh i'm a robot and so now i'm gonna teach all the other machines to be robots okay and i and you're gonna stop that and i'm gonna stop it well how? i don't know have how you, well have you seen age of ultron <laughs> i've seen the trailer uh, i've seen anchorman well, i don't, I don't know, know if seen this, the movie i don't, I don't know if <laughs> me seeing anchorman helps Take a look at Age of Ultron and then get back to me. Okay. okay. So, Mark, um, when you sat down, what, what what kind of brought you from writing lines of code to writing lines of fiction? Well, I just knew That's that I would be question. perfect at it. Okay. And here's the thing. There's a lot of characters out there, mm-hmm. but they're not being used. Mm. Harry, Harry Potter, they stopped making Harry Potter and then they started again and yeah. it's bad. How many, mm. how many were there? Only oh, like six books? There were seven books. Seven books? Like that's... And it's just done? And then it's just done. Yeah. And I say to myself, Who, I want that character forever. Who's going to pick up the torch? Who's going to carry this legacy on? Exactly. And there Mark are, Vigian. That's right. And I'm thinking to myself, there are characters that everybody loves. Like there's, um, well, there's Harry Potter. There's yep. Legolas. There's um, Uncle Ben. No one likes Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben dies. Uncle Ben is boring. Okay. I, he was one of my favorites. Yeah, well, but you're, but, but Uncle Owen was that it? I'm thinking about from, Spider-Man's uncle. Oh, okay, yes, I was thinking about Luke's uncle from Star Wars. <laughs> it was Uncle Owen. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I'll stand by Uncle Ben. Yeah, he was old and he died. Both of those characters were old and they died, and it was important. Some would say that Nothing death was seemed, what no spawned old the people who die aren't important. What's journey. important is Darth Vader. What's important is Darth Maul. I'll. I'll also say that if an author, I, I this is my feeling, after listening to you talk about fan fiction and, and using all these seemingly discarded, unused characters anymore, if an author doesn't make it a point to kill off a character, it's fair game. It's fair game. Yeah. Fair yeah. game. Because here's what I'm thinking, okay? Everybody knows, okay, everybody knows about Peter Dinklage. Like, everybody knows about freaking... Thor and I'm talking about yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Thor. And, yeah, we just got the cool We, we should maybe just clarify: one of those is a person, one of those is a character. Well, but here's what I'm saying: they belong to us and yeah, the public. They belong to the public. And there's the thing is that Darth Maul only shows up for like five seconds, and he does all these flips, and you're like, I want this character forever. Have you seen Solo? I would never see because you might get a. I, I don't want to say anything, but I, if you like Darth Maul, I love the Star Wars prequels. They're fantastic. I was talking about this in the intro. So there you go. <laughs> Colin love loves the prequels. You I like prequel memes. Star I, freaking, Wars I freaking love the the this. I, I I love the prequels. They're my favorite ones. So same, absolute same. I would prequels say that, are my favorite ones. Well, because they add so much depth, and yeah. you know what you what you, what the originals lack. It's effects. Yes. And when I'm judging our movies to see explosions. Yeah, and Judge Our Banks. Judge Our Banks is such a funny character. So funny. And he makes sense. He makes sense and he's so funny. He's just good. Now, do you think there's a place for Jar Jar in Harry Potter 9? And are you going to write that book? Well, so Harry Potter 8 is like a continuous book that lasts forever. Oh. So it never ends? Like the never ending story. Oh, crap. It already. 
You're right. That never ending story. But the, here's the thing. Never ending story does have an end. It does. Someone's got to pick, up, pick it I up back up. I'm part of a class action lawsuit against uh, <laughs> Michael and I are never ending stories. Yeah. 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 Sue We're them taking for them the, down. It, it hurt me. I'm also trying to, su- I'm suing um, McDonald's because I got a cold brew from them, which is the best cold brew. But it was so cold, it froze my hand. And my hand got frostbite and I could no longer work Can at you the shoot ice massage it? parlor. No. Nope. You work at a massage parlor? Just at night. And it's just a little way to get some scratch and to get some real world experience to Do use they mind in my it? writing. They mind it. You shouldn't be scratching your customers. That's probably one of the reasons <laughs> I haven't been getting a lot of shifts. Yeah. I'm nail first. I like scratches. I lead with my nails. So um, Mark Vigent, uh, master of code. I was wondering when Hermione shot Ron and Harry from her mech mouth, did she kill them? No, I think that that's a really good question, Michael. And thank you for bringing it back to the work. Well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for taking the question. She was a mech phoenix and she spit them out so that they just wouldn't be there so that Hermione and Mark Vigian could get down to the dirty day. Mm -hmm. Which is... What? I don't know what your audience is, but it's it mostly little... children. I yeah, think we're children trying yeah, children. to right. So, so like really don't hold parents. Back. Yeah, don't yeah, don't feel Listen. like you have to hold back. Mom and daddy boinky time. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. I know what's going on okay, there. Yeah. That's pretty okay. exciting stuff. I'm talking We're not talking about a uh, 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 birth a uh, kid's birthday bouncy house boinky time. No, <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> now, have you guys seen Ready Player 1? Because I got to say, your writing reminded me of that movie. I've and never heard book. of that. You haven't? I've seen Anchorman 2. I don't know if that helps. That kind of helps. In okay. Anchorman 2, there's all the different news channels come together to do something. Yeah. In- I, I, didn't see, I didn't see Ready Player One. I've heard of it. I think you would really enjoy it. It's, it's, I, I think you are a bold author in the postmodern camp because you are saying the rules of formal literature are just our playthings. Every uh, everything that's out there is to be uh, turned on its head, to be brought together. We are aware of these different texts yeah. and we're combining them. Yeah. That, was that part of your process? Yes. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, fantastic. I knew it. I pretty much I mean, thank you for bringing this up, but yeah. I pretty much see my work as like pretty much uh equivalent to the wasteland. Mm. The, the Stephen King, okay. Stephen King, uh, book three of the dark of his Dark Tower series. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. It is so cool. So, um, I I think what's great is this writing Harry Potter eight gives you an opportunity to fix things that you didn't like. Yeah. So I and mean, also was the Mark Vigent character based off of anyone? That's a really good question. Thank you for bringing him back to the work. <laughs> Mark Vigent, um, the character, is different from Mark Vigent, the human being, mm. um, because in real life, I, you know, I told you what I do for a living, and yeah. you guys <laughs> have- a Could clue. you really quickly recap it for our listeners? Right. So basically, um, I wake up at 6.33 in the morning, I think, and then I, I think go you, back to sleep for I an mean, hour. If you're going to go through the schedule again, I think we can jump right up. I think you were at like 1042 or something I'm like 1042. Okay, yeah. so around 1042, then I finally boot up the workspace. And I'm running Kali Linux. I'm also running a Ubuntu. What, you got I'm, an iMac or? I, no, I have 16 different computers for each monitor. All curved, if I remember correctly. The monitors are curved and the desktops are also curved. <laughs> so are the desks. There's only one desk. 
What about your spine? What about my spine? Is it curved? also curved? My personal human spine? Yeah. yeah. You have scoliosis? Um, I'm pretty sure every human who's good has scoliosis. Yeah. Nice trick question. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that everyone has scoliosis in lice. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. So I basically sit there, and once everything is booted up, all 16 different operating systems, I start looking through my RSS feed, my Tumblr, my Twitter, my Reddit. Sort of revving up to get ready to work. I get ready to work. Because honestly, I'm just kind of like Ozymandias. Like I need to have everything going on at all time because I'm pretty much super smart. I got the idea from the Watchmen. Look upon my desktop all ye end despair. That's right. Who is that? Ozymandias? Ozymandias. He's the smartest. He's uh, the guy from um, Crazy Train. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Yeah. No, you freaking guys. He's the superhero from The Watchmen who watches The Watchmen. He made it an alien. I would like to say who watches The Watchmen because I don't think that movie watched, did very well. So who watched The Watchmen? I actually did watch The Watchmen and I thought that there was that guy from the Prefontaine movies. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how was your book character version different than your real life version? Well, you know, just about to get there. You know what I'm like in real life, okay? And um, you know what how I spend my days. Yeah, breathing with up, an up open to, mouth. Up till about 11 o'clock, we know. But yeah. Um, well, I didn't get to 11 o'clock. I was about... Almost 11 o'clock. Yeah. So, yeah. And the character in the books, he doesn't have a job because he doesn't need a job, okay? He's he's out there and he's solving problems because he's kind of like he can travel interdimensionally because he's got his computer skills. It's, it's kind of like it's a little bit of reality mixed with a little bit of... Uh, fiction and basically I he he's in there and he's a little bit more I would say a little bit more confident than I am he is more mm. assertive than I am mm. uh, a little bit okay do you struggle with some insecurities Mark no I just think he's super confident okay so you're at a like 10. a superhero he's yeah. at a 15 yeah. he's at an 11 <laughs> have you seen Spinal, Spinal Tap, Tap. <laughs> nice <laughs> so you also uh, in addition to Sort of using, uh, oh, you your know, segue went over my foot. Oh, Ow. sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry. You, uh, you, uh, we've we've talked about how how uh, you know you write code mm. and that translates into writing fan fiction, but also you mentioned in your story the magic of code, which also mm. sort of crosses over with the magic of Harry Potter. I'd love to hear a little more about what you feel the magic of code is. The magic of code is that you could do whatever you want to do. You could go online and let's say you wanted to, I don't know, freaking hack your brother's email address because he freaking calls you too many times and he tells you what his favorite movie is. And you sometimes want to tell him like, maybe maybe my movie is a better movie. So then you take his email address and then you look him up on haveibeenpwned.com and you discover that he has been pwned. And then you take his his, his website that he's been, he, he was pwned on and you go on the dark web and you find the table of the hashes and then you go to the rainbow table and then you see oh he, this is his probably his password and you're like oh wow he uses the same password for all of his pages then you change his job on linkedin and then he gets fired oh great i got up to uh you get your brother's email can you uh just uh do that again but just a little slower for me Okay, so basically you take his email and then you go to haveibeenpwned.com have and, and you discover which websites he's been pwned discover on. Discover which And then you look up those website data dumps on the dark the web. How do you spell pwned? P-W-N-E-D. And what's your password? Okay, Jimmy Kimmel. I get it. That's the password? <laughs> yes, that is my freaking password. Did yeah, it, work? it worked. I'm in. Wow. I'm in. Wow. Wow. 
Oh, you pay for both Google Drive and Dropbox. Interesting. Now, um, Mark, I want to say that one of the things Colin and I have been dealing with recently is identity, Mm. lack of identity, or realizing we have an identity and just not liking it. And that has been summed up really well in our About the Authors. Mm -hmm. It's something that we've been trying to get better at. And personally, I feel like when somebody reads my book, whether they like it or not, I mostly want them to like me. Yeah. Everything I write is a desperate cry. Like me, like me. Oh, please like me. And As it should be. Yeah. Yeah. And so and, I want to lure is, them in. Yeah. And Mark, you've done a fantastic job about telling us about yourself, uh-huh. what you do. It couldn't be clearer. And so you just seem like the best person that we could ask to help us with Honestly, Our you're accurate. Apart- Thank you so much for you are so welcome. Thank you. Yeah. So, what do you think makes up? Like, are, are there any rules or a formula to writing a great about the author? Yeah. Basically, you definitely want to have a picture of you touching your face. Right. Oh, chin. okay. The, the portrait above the about. Yeah. It's yeah. Great. Yeah. You need that picture. Yeah. Chin, forehead. What? What is? What does it mean? What? It, what is a uh, touching the, the chin signify? It signifies that you're a, you're a man who thinks. Mm. You're somebody who's got a brain. You've got a hand. You're a Socrates. You're yeah. Type. yeah. You're just like you're just like all the smarts. I like to think like that Rodan's when you're holding, thinky, like Rodan's thinky man. Yeah, exactly. Rodan's thinky man. Yeah. When I'm holding my head, you ever seen it that says, statue. The thinky man. The thinky man. Yeah. Yeah, I see the thinky man. Yeah, the thinky guy. Live yeah. or online? Oh, uh, well, I've seen everything online. Any good memes of the thinky man? No, but you've got. I have a good idea. Okay. Uh, here's a meme. Here's yeah, a please. Meme. Here's a meme pitch for you. Um, okay, so it's uh, it's um, when when mom asks you if you want uh, waffles or pancakes, and then it's a picture of the thinking man. Okay, great. What if the about the authors were memes? I have a meme. There you go. You have okay, a meme? no picture. I have a meme. a meme. A jealous girlfriend, and yeah. it's Juliet looking at Romeo, and Romeo's looking at a vial of poison. Okay. I don't freaking get it, but it sounds good. It's a reference to Shakespeare in love. <laughs> oh, I like that movie. So, Mark, okay, so when I, in my picture, hold my head, that means my brain's so heavy I got to support it with That's my That's exactly arm. what it freaking mm. means. Great. So, but when we're writing the about the author, what do we need to get? Because, like, I think it can't be too long. Every superlative that's ever been used to describe okay. you. Mm. Okay. So, whenever I'm writing about myself, I make sure that everybody knows I'm a JavaScript ninja, I'm a JavaScript shogun, I'm a code lord, I'm pretty much the number one MySQL expert, I'm the strongest man in Norwalk. Whenever I go in Norwalk, I'm <laughs> the strongest man there. That's incredible. That's, that's your uh, your about the author. Yeah. <laughs> strongest man in Norwalk. My about the author. So, so far it would be wet, scared. You are really wet. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It's, I, I like am genuinely concerned you're around so many You know many what the problem is? I put my raincoat on inside out today. Wow. Is the outside of your raincoat soaking wet? Always. Well, I I used to wear it the right way, soaked up a lot of rain. Then today I put it on inside out, Do and you, all that rain yeah, running out. Yeah, that makes on sense. Me. Yeah, I wear I Innovator, wear that I, would also be in my about the author. I wear my raincoat underneath my uh, like my other clothes. Really? Yeah, just in case you're sweating. So it's like raincoat first thing that goes on. Yeah, button down shirt. And why would you do sweater. that? Just so, like, when the rain gets that, soaks it, through, well, I don't want it to get to the skin. I gotcha. It did not. Way. It was not raining today. So why did you both wear raincoats? Fell in a pool. And I'm scared. <laughs> so, okay. So, okay, let me see if I can. I got a lot of superlatives. So I, about the author for Michael Wolf. 
Michael is a wet man who is scared, but strong enough to write his truth. He is a lover of dogs and a hunter of waffles. And good. You can find him in his local Starbucks in Mink, Connecticut. Okay. Looking out the window and thinking about life. You always, the, the imperative, you okay. always end with a really hilarious last line. Okay. Like, Michael is writing this in the third person. That's good. Or like sent from my iPhone. That's uh, good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's very good. Or like, I will give you, I will, I will eat any Cheetos you send me. Yes. And sometimes it's great when a joke uh, is also true. Because Michael will do that. I will yeah. eat any Cheetos. Yeah, any yeah. Cheetos that he gets in the mail, he eats. I write to companies and I ask them to sponsor me. Do you want to pitch me some more memes? Yeah, uh, let's see. I think I got another couple of memes. I mean, I don't want to get too far off from the about the author. I can also do my about the author. Yeah, so wait, what's, your, how's your ending? What's your okay, ending? Okay, so, well, I don't really like what I said because like, wh- okay, how about... Your superlatives should be very, very cocky. Okay, okay, so... And then should full sentences are just like kind of no, bullet points. No, bullet points. And you semi, switch between semicolons and commas colons. and colons. Okay, Because great. what you want to do is you want to make them understand that you have the... It's you So here we control. go. So, oh, yes, go ahead. Oh, well, so you, the first one was wet. I'm going right? to scrap that and I'm going to replace it with jacked. Oh. There we go. Okay. So, and then semicolon, bullet point, tough as shit. Wow. Okay. And if you wanted... Uh, if you're Jack now, if you want to keep like a hint of truth, like a half truth with the wetness, yeah, say lubed up, because like you Great. know, like a, a jacked lubed body, yes, oily, oily, yeah. <laughs> okay, so and you're not lying because you are wet, yeah. But I, they don't know what I'm wet with, <laughs> yeah. They don't. Next, uh, next one would be aggressively curious. <laughs> That's good. That's good, right? It shows that I'm an intellectual, but I'm kind of annoying about it. Yeah. You want people to understand that you're the kind of person that you want to read what they have to say, but you never want to be in the same room as them. Yes. People yeah. love when they know that someone is jacked. They like to know that they're also aggressive. Yes. People love that. I think I'd like to, my last two would be irrational. Okay. Followed by hashtag resistance. Hashtags are perfect because okay. that'll make you trendy. Easier to There's find. There's not enough hashtags in the About the Office. And then I should end with a funny joke, which is, uh, which oh, is. you should, before you, before yeah. you do the joke, you okay. also, the, okay, so you have your superlatives. Mm-hmm. And then the meat of it before your funny joke right. is... Oh, we haven't even gotten to the meat. We haven't gotten to the meat yet. Yeah, should I say the other books I've written? You list all the awards you've gotten, okay. but if you haven't gotten any awards, you make them up. Okay. This is how. This is also, by the way, free tip: how yeah. you ace a Google interview. Okay, shit. <laughs> make it up. Don't they ask you a lot of like riddles and questions? Yeah, you just make it up. Okay. If you don't know it, you make it up. That's and then, great. And that's then, how they do it. That's how Steve Jobs invented Google. That's how Steve Jobs invented Google. And part two, the hash table is the answer. Hash table, baby. So you say all your superlatives, then you say all the awards you've won. Yeah. Okay. So I have won the Junior Pulitzer Prize for Smart Little Boys. I've won the uh, uh, Nathan's Hot Dogs Most Hot Dogs Vomited Back Up. Good. At the end, hot dog eating contest. Which were were more than you ate at the contest, too. (laughs) Well, breakfast came up. 
breakfast came up, and then I had you, uh, had, you had hot dogs for breakfast the day of the hot dog eating practiced, contest. He I, and I really got to give it to Michael. He practiced right up to the last. And I do minute. have to say, although I forgot that was that day, so I was just having my normal breakfast. What's and your normal my, breakfast? Two hot dogs with syrup. <laughs> No, no bun. No you bun. dip the bun and in also water. not sausage. They were hot dogs. I toast the bun and then I, that's sort of like a little. It's like a toast. It's honestly like toast. Okay, and this I put jam on the good. bun. And it's by a- jam, I mean mustard. Ooh, I was hoping it was jam. And I then like I that. guess last award would be I won loudest man in stairwell <laughs> during my company's fire drill. Wow, I made the most jokes during. <laughs> During my company's fire drill, <laughs> and they gave me an award. I was the guy who, when the warden was coming through, this was at the massage parlor. It's a company, <laughs> and they, they were saying like, "Everybody, don't use the elevators." I was like, "Elevator? I hardly know her." I was just making jokes the whole yeah. time. And just Everybody examples of a couple of the care. other the jokes that you yeah, made. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, is it getting hot in here, or is it just the fire?" Honestly, scrap everything we've said. Make that anecdote your entire about me. <laughs> okay. I, Every joke you made, and then the award. Yeah, I also I'm Can, very loud in coffee shops too. Just <laughs> loud in stairwells, you have to be because if you don't assert yourself, then no one's going to respect yeah. you. Can I? Can I uh, do my about the author? And I don't know, see, Colin. Can, can you? That's a hilarious joke, Michael. Can I use that at the end of my about the author? I don't know. I don't Colin. know. Can, can you? you? Uh, so here's my about the author. Uh, lives at two seven six Silver Pond. Road, apartment three. Okay. That's specific. Colin, is that where you freaking live? Uh, yeah. That's my, I, well, it's my, just my, I, about my the only author. note would be a little bit more info. Okay. How tall are you? What's your phone number? Social oh, security. Okay. Okay. Honestly, I, okay. Yeah. Cause I was going to say maybe give the, the city and state too. Honestly, yeah. Colin, like that's really like insecure of you. I feel like people are going to know your address and send you anthrax. Oh, insecure in that way. It feels very. Like secure in myself. Yeah, I think and it's it, actually yeah. really confident to yeah, put I'm that pretty, info out there. But I, but I see what you're saying. It's, I'm cocky. I'm, yeah, cocky, but not secure. I got gotcha. you. Should he put down whether or not he's circumcised? Uh, is that relevant to your writing? Yes, my writing. Yes. Then definitely. he's writing. He's writing a new Talmud. Yeah, you should definitely include whether you're circumcised and how much they left on. <laughs> yeah. Well, mine's mine's sort of a fifty-fifty. But my parents couldn't decide. So they went halfway. I'm just happy I wasn't at that ceremony. It was pretty good. Yeah, uh, was you fun. remember it? I yeah, it was last because, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, it was I thought adult. it was a weird choice but to... Said, you thought, you hired me to cater it, and I, of course, brought hot dogs. <laughs> and not that many people ate them. Wow. <laughs> no. That sounds really awesome, though. You you can withstand the pain of being circumcised as an adult man. Uh no, I it was not I I did not handle it graciously. If that's he did what not you're go yeah. down easy, <laughs> yeah. as the rabbi said, yeah, because I did. It was still my parents' choice, not mine. But it, yeah. it was when I was uh, how old are you? Uh, pushing twenty one, if you remember, Michael. Just twenty two and three quarters. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I mean, twenty yeah. and three quarters. Shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we can take that out, right? That's the one thing that I would like to edit from this podcast. Yeah, when I one. said Colin was twenty two and three quarters. Great. And well, I, I am. Really I am sort to. of like it's a sort of a Benjamin Button case, so I'm I'm going the other way. So right, yeah, oh. pushing twenty one. But the so other you want to you want to circumcise now, so that by the time you're a baby, you got a nice clean dick. Yeah, that's my main concern. Well, my parents' concern. Again, this was not my choice. You don't want to put because Benjamin Button has to go back inside. 
That's how the movie ends. <laughs> he dies and then he has to go back inside. Well, it depends on when you believe life begins. Because uh, he has to go death. back inside. He dies at conception. So he has to go back inside and then his parents have to have sex. And the minute they climax is when he dies. You know what? We need a... We need a uh, now this Mark, sounds like this a is book. Fa- this is a fan fiction Let's write some story. Benjamin Button Honestly, fanfic. Honestly, I'm very into this. <laughs> yeah. I think it could be good. I think you've got a character who's going through the world, seeing everything happen. But let's get more stuff. Everybody's still talking about Benjamin Button. (laughs) BB, baby, BB. Now, Mark, do you want to give us your about the author? Uh, Or we could all work on it together. Yeah, well, I'm pretty much, you know, the number one JavaScript wizard, JavaScript lord, MySQL warlock. I would say how many, like, just list how many, uh, like, partners you've had. Part, like, uh, I've never, uh, I've never, um, you know, like, I've never. Um, Maybe how many friends you've got in the office then? Um, uh, well, actually, that's a good. Uh, just people you've met. Uh, okay. Uh, there's Michael. And what's your name again? It can also, it can, you know, it can just be like uh, characters you like from uh, me- oh, memes or Fred. TV. Okay, all right, or all right. Well, yeah. there's Thanos, <laughs> and then there's uh, the the uh, Loki, Loki uh, for sure, and then obviously Yoders, and then there's Harry Potter, Harry. Yeah, but Harry Potter's an emo wiener. So what if it's like Mark Vigent is a Shogun code guy? You wanna is yeah. best friends with Yoder, emo oh, Harry yeah, Potter. That's good. Thanos. I like that. Because and then we sort of get a sense of the world in mm, which you play. Yeah, you because basically everybody look, everybody is inventing their own story. Yeah. And your story is your own story. Ooh. Mark, and, what do you think of Gamergate? <laughs> I just kinda wanna get you on the record. Before we wrap up. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if I have a funny take on Gamergate. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, every time there's a gate in a game, I get freaking pissed off. Yeah. That's what I have to say about Gamergate. Yeah, that's true. I, I would to- like to say no comment. Here's what I freaking say about Gamergate is that... In Star Fox 64, you have to drive through gates, and I just have a very difficult time doing that. Colin, was there anything you wanted to say? Yeah, what's Gamergate? Okay, we'll talk after. I have some YouTube videos to send you. It, you know... <laughs> it, I, I've seen Anchorman 1 and 2. I don't know if this helps. Well, Mark, we're just about at the end of our time here, but I have... A question that okay. we, we like to ask everybody if you have any advice for young people who are looking to write and get into the world of fiction. Uh, yeah, I have some freaking advice for you. Here's my freaking advice is that go. it's so easy and just start doing it. And because if you want to learn how to write fiction, what, read memes because memes are the future. And if you don't – if Okay, how easy... Okay, here's a question for you, Michael. Sure, yeah. How easy is it to read Great Expectations? Pretty easy, if I've got a month. Psych! How easy is it to read a meme? Oh, that's way easier. So easy. I could read it in three or four weeks. And so that's... If... if Imagine if they made Great Expectations into a bunch of memes. I could read so many more books if they were memes. Yeah. That's what I'm freaking saying. And that would be so much more impressive to other people. 
It would be. In fact, I think that it's actually a pretty good idea to try to make a book into a, a bunch of memes. I think so, too. I think that's what our literati comedy yeah. uh, Instagram account and Twitter account should be doing. And it's crazy that we haven't <laughs> yeah. done that yet. But it's just too bad that we're not going to. Well, the, well, no, well, probably not. It, <laughs> It would be so good if we did. It Maybe you could so, help us with it that. It would Mark. be fantastic. Okay, okay, okay. Here's here's a freaking book meme. Um, okay, uh, some. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's uh, it's somebody who's really excited to read um, about uh, Moby Dick, and they're like really pumped. And then the next panel is just very small text. Uh, all of the description of how you gut a whale and then the last panel is them being like nice yeah so and like then, that's that's funny done, you that's read funny. moby dick that's funny that's good yeah. that's really good uh let's see um It's is very difficult to come up with a book you don't name have off to. the top no, of my head. Do you, I, I, what can we look forward to from you in the future well, you can freaking find all of my you can find my writing on my NeoCities page if you go to markvegent.neocities.org. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You can find the first chapter of my book. That um, must be probably your only website, right? <laughs> Michael, I have at least 40 websites. Um you can head over to markvegent.com or markvegent.directory, which has links to all my other websites, but I've got markvegent.net, markvegent.org, markvegent.co, markvegent.info, markvegent.usa. <gasps> Not USA. Oh, just US. Mark Vigna News. Mark XXX. Or you could check out my monthly show, Internet Explorers, and my website is We don't do plugs on this show. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> but what is that website one more time? Internet Explorers.live. It's got right. very bad SEO. And I also, uh, I have, I have uh, another uh, question, one final question as we wrap up here. Uh, what was the sound that a dragon makes again? <laughs> That's what I thought, yeah. And finally, we'd like to wrap up with uh, a segment that we always do every time on this podcast starting today um, called Final Words. And what we do is we actually do a title and opening line of your upcoming book, and we'll each do one of these. Okay. And you can just take a second. If you want, I could I could go first because I'm very excited yeah, please, for my please. upcoming book. Uh, my upcoming book is called All the Dogs I've Loved Before. And the first line is, as I lifted my head from my pillow, I noticed my whole room was full of carcasses, carcasses of dogs that I'd killed accidentally. Well, we'll find out. So that's the title. I and that's first really line tantalizing. Of my I like that. I you kind of makes you want to read I more, right? Cannot wait to read that. Yeah, thank you. It uh, doesn't end well. <laughs> Should I should I do mine? Yeah. Then okay, great. So uh, my upcoming book is called uh, "The Lover's Whisper," mm. and the first line is, "Hey, Janice, I'm over here." So, all right. <laughs> so it's it, that one's good. <laughs> It's yeah, this the, is a thing. We decided to do this today it, because apparently it's podcasts. A, it's a, it's a, it's just to set the scene. It's it's a it's a first date. It's at a crowded bar. It's a blind date, and so you don't whisper to, right away. No, you got to build up to that. Yeah, they, they're not lovers yet. So is that a freaking fog machine? Yeah, sorry, it's been on the whole time. <laughs> no, that's freaking badass. We we're trying to set a mood, and uh, 
Yeah, I don't know if it worked. All right. Well, mine is called. Um, my next book is going to be the Lego Star Wars screenplay. First line: Darth Maul, Salacious B. Crumb, and Ganondorf are hanging out at the cantina when all of a sudden Mark Fijant walks in and he's got a whole bunch of bricks and he starts building a super Death Star that's only meant to destroy bad guys, but then he also destroys some good guys. And what's going to happen when they find out? Plus, he also has an Infinity Gauntlet. I love that. And also, if you turn this into a book, then they can turn it into a movie because I've been like, stop it with the Lego Batmans. We need Lego Star Wars prequels. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm saying about Lego. Lego Batman was the best Batman movie because yeah. it had the they had the Voldemort was in it. Yeah, Voldemort was and in it. So the Le- that, bo- that movie was literally like what inspired me to make my own movie. I wish we talked about that during the episode. I <laughs> honestly think that the Legos Star Wars preco- prequels could be the best Star Wars movies. Well, now that we've done the segment that ends the show, I think it's about time to end the show. I'm sorry. I, f- I feel like I, f- I just discovered a whole trove of new stuff to talk about. Well, we have still to have you didn't back. really do any book memes, which is what I was so excited to do. But it's really hard to do it on the spot. Yeah. And if uh, just real quick before we end, could you tell us what you do? Okay, so uh, at about 10.58. Never mind. All right. And that's the end of that chapter. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.